0: Welcome to the Hardcore Show. I mean, the new music podcast. We got your two regular jack-offs from upstate New York. Uh, My buddy to my left is Kyle. It's me. It's Kyle. And who am I? You're Pat. I am?
1: A.K.A. Pat Daddy.
0: Yeah, I like that nickname. (laughs) It's starting to grow on me. It's starting to grow on me, man. (laughs) Oh, it man. only We're... took
1: you like almost two years now.
0: <laughs> yeah, to embrace the daddy title. Yes. I think it also like I've had so many like awkward moms, or like I guess you like moms slash grandmoms, uh just walking up to me and acknowledging, like just calling me daddy. For me to just finally become comfortable with it. Like whatever. So but my son calls me daddy O. Oh. Nobody knows where this came from. He just started calling me that one day, and we've just gone with it. So I'm right, Pat Daddio. Pat anyway. Daddio. All right, enough about my kid. Enough about my kid. <laughs> we've got a hell of an episode for you. It's been... It's, it's probably going to be long. Uh Yeah, kind of like my dick. Um, kind of like my dick. Just want to <laughs> slip that in there. Yep, I'm just going to flip it. Flip it out. All right. Um, it's been a, it's been a minute though. I think we did our interview with Jared about a week a week or so ago. Uh,
1: yeah, I believe so. All right. That's, I feel like it's been longer.
0: But I'm not sure. It, this, it's been a long week for you too. I I take it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's been a long fucking week. <laughs> yeah, it has. Yeah. Been.
0: yeah, we've both pretty much been working our asses off. Yeah. All right. So, um, without any further bullshit, let's just jump straight into the news (laughs) because there is a lot to talk about. Um, It
1: may not sound like we're excited, but we are excited about talk about these topics. So,
0: we get into it.
1: I'm almost in a food coma, so that's why I'm kind (laughs) of not
0: like. Yeah, you're in a food coma, (sighs) and I haven't slept more than three hours. So. Don't worry. Don't worry, listeners. We'll power through this, and somehow we'll have some golden content for you. And so,
1: somehow Kyle will have shit in his pants. I'm going to power through that.
0: I have a feeling that at if some I point. If I shit my
1: pants in this podcast, in this- <laughs> I will lose my mind.
0: <laughs> We're just going to hear him shitting his brains out, thinking he muted his mic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> just me screaming, oh, it burns.
0: Uh, and if you if you want to hear that footage, you'll have to sign up for our Patreon. Um, <laughs> oh, all right. First order of business: Attila vocalist Franz says his Warp Tour revival is not looking so great.
1: Oh, I didn't hear about this. This is new.
0: Yeah, that's because I've only seen one article come through about this, and it's through Alternative Press. Oh, because no. they. They'd be the ones that would, uh, that would post this article. So earlier this month, I mean, we fucking named an episode about it. Um, Chris said he had a plan to revive the warp tour and he wanted to lead the tour, but it looks like it's pretty unlikely now. Um, he answered a fan question on his Instagram saying he had discussions with the founder Kevin Lyman and it's not looking so great, unfortunately. Um, Let's see, he posted to his Twitter account saying that he wants to bring back the account. Yeah, blah, 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 any fucking day. Yeah, now, we already know that. The... God, they're We've just like... We've already covered that. Yeah. Bye. Despite not saying publicly what his plan to bring back the tour is, he's a successful entrepreneur. It's not out of the realm of possibility that he has a legitimate plan to bring back the touring festival. Today, though, Franz stated, and this article says today, but this article came out November 27th. So that, that should give you an idea of how long it's been since we've done an episode. <laughs> yeah, um, a little bit. All right. Um, are you bringing, really bringing back the Vance Warp Tour? The musician said, I'm trying my best. already had discussions with Kevin. It's not looking so great, unfortunately, but I will keep fighting. Um, and we have this picture of him. Let me zoom in on it a little bit. He's looking, he's looking like a... I don't know how to That's describe that exactly. He's fucking like, Franz, dude. He looks very tired.
1: He, he looks um, at like he looks like that in all of his fucking Instagram stories and or Snapchat stories, like all the fucking time.
0: So, I mean the the headline gives away the entire article. So yeah, there's, no, there's no point in beating around that one because it's just kind of rehashing everything that was said in the last article about that. Yeah, so hopefully more will develop on that. But it has been a few weeks. So and we'll let
1: see. me let me uh, transition real quick since we are going on to a different.
0: A, a different change of. uh Oh. Did we lose Kyle? I think we lost Kyle.
1: I'm here. Don't even worry about it.
0: Ah, oh, oh, there God. we are.
1: Somebody tried to call me and I told them, to fuck out of here. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, I just, yes, we'll try not to. All right, fuck off, please. So I can read this here. Oh my God. The <laughs> fucking ads. Oh my God.
0: Don't you hate that? The who's the, mind, dude. Who's the source?
1: I don't even, it's fucking loud wire.
0: Oh those cheap motherfuckers. Yeah. All right.
1: So, my favorite festivals, festivals. My favorite festival, if I can speak. Mayhem festival announces return in 2020. I'm fucking hyped.
0: That's right, bitches. Kyle predicted I'm it on episode 24. I fucking
1: predicted that shit. And I'm hyped. All right, so we're going to we're going to get into this. December 2nd, 2019, this came out. Uh, Mayhem Fest will return 2020 following a five-year hiatus. The Rockstar Energy Drink Back Touring Festival announced its revival earlier today, December 2nd, with an Instagram post of Rocky Balboa. And I actually did see this post. (laughs) I'm not even joking. I did see this post. And hopefully they have, like, hopefully they have the picture. But, um... In the late 2000s and early 2010s, Mayhem was the biggest rock and metal fest in the U.S. Bands such as Slipknot, Corn, Disturbed, and Avenged Sevenfold. Get Event Sevenfold out of here. Fuck that. They fucking just, dis- that's fucking disgusting. Get, get, let's, ra- get rid
0: of that. Let's not kick, let's not kick that dead horse again.
1: Yeah, headline Mayhem Tours. Yeah, we already talked about fucking Avenged Sevenfold, how garbage they are for headlining. Fuck out of here. Uh, tours in the past bringing hordes of metalheads and arm. Oh, okay. And huh? <laughs> that's a fucking word. And Am- amphitheaters. Okay, that's oh, what it amphitheater.
0: is. Amphitheater. Oh,
1: I thought it was like armpit theaters. I was like, same, dude, <laughs> 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 in arenas uh, around North America. Despite boasting Slayer and King Diamond on the festival's 2015 run, attendance was extremely low. I wonder fucking why. An interview with co founder and Warp Tour guru, Kevin Ly- Lyman, didn't help the issue. He called metal gray, bald, and fat. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. Savage. Okay. Claiming the metal community was unable to take a step back and bring the entire scene forward. God damn. Wow. Oh, this is a long article. Hold up. Right, oh, shit. Fucking reading glasses on, boys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's how punk case rock you was. Realize, in case you didn't realize how fucking old Kyle is in heart. Like, he's like <laughs> about to bust out them fucking reading glasses. <laughs> Facts. Uh, That's how punk
1: rock was. That was, that's how we neutered punk rock. Bad religion would take a little less than they could on their own and own to bring the whole scene forward. So we could make sure we had a good touring package around them. Lyman told the Detroit free press metal doesn't seem to have that concern. Never has never has since i was working in the clubs in the 80s it always it's oh, oh it's always about a me 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 thing well i mean later apologized and walked <laughs> walked his statement back <laughs> all right oh it does say it oh it actually does show the the thing the uh-huh. picture okay um but i'll uh, 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 I'll do that in a minute. Uh, the rock metal touring industry is about experience. Another boom, however, as reunions of Ridge gets machine, my chemical romance, Motley crew, and will more and will, and more will bring legion, legions of fans to large arenas while Metallica will be performing a two set festival slots in 2020 as guns N' roses continue their widely successful reunion tour. Now, quote on, quote-unquote, don't call it a comeback. The official Mayhem Instagram account posted with hashtag Mayhem 2020. And it shows Rocky uh, holding his wife and lover girl's hands. And that's pretty much in black and white photo. That's pretty much what it is. Uh, the lineup for 2020 has not been revealed yet, but stay tuned for the news as the news no- breaks. Ginger.
0: <clears throat> Ginger. <laughs> i'm I'm just saying just you know take take my word for it that that'd be cool um yeah but um (laughs) it's also saying like
1: it's also saying like different and now it goes on to like saying um uh the 66 best metal songs of the decade which i don't know why this is in the same fucking article
0: because they want you to listen to what they want you to listen to yeah i can see that Yeah, all of these publications do that, man. But whatever.
1: I'm hype about Mayhem. I'm super hype, bro. I hope it comes. I need that in my life.
0: When it comes, we know you'll be coming. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. absolutely. (laughs) All right. So, my next order of business is. That there is, uh is, we're, we're going to talk about Arch Enemy again for a minute. Oh boy. Michael Amet, I don't know who that is exactly, but we'll get into that in a second. Um, Says that Alyssa White has been treated very unfairly by metal media in recent months. So okay. it looks like Michael Amet, A-M-M-O-T-T, however you want to fucking say that. um, <laughs> a Mott. I don't know. Is the guitarist for Arch Enemy and says that she's been treated unfairly, whatever. One of the most outspoken vocalists in heavy metal found herself at the center of a couple controversies in the past year. First, she engaged in a war of words with photographer after she allegedly posted one of her photos online without his permission. Um. I honestly, that when I heard that story, I was actually kind of disappointed in the photographer for being upset that they used their picture. Like,
1: come on. First of
0: all, it was it was shared online. It's not like they used that as like an ad campaign. They shared it. All right. Um, But anyway, um, she was also more more recently. um, She was accused by the singer of her former band trying to hold the group back in the five years since her departure from the agonist. And we did go over oh, yeah. that a little bit. Yeah, I remember which, that. You know, and I, and I still feel the same way I felt back then about that. Just throw the two of them into a mud pit and let them fight it out. Cause. <laughs> Cause they're beautiful young women and I want to watch them get <laughs> the shit out of each other. All right. <laughs> I apologize for sexually object object, uh,
1: objectifying.
0: Uh, yeah. That word, that fucking word. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, I don't mean to do that to, to the, to these two, but I just felt like we needed some com- comic relief there. So, um, Emma addressed white Glue's negative press coverage during the recent appearance of Vox and hops. Why, okay. why am, Oh, Vokes and Hops, what a a podcast by Matt Megachi!
1: Oh my God, that's yeah. So
0: actually, this is a podcast I've been meaning to check out. Anyways, normally I wouldn't um want to take the time to shout out a podcast, but this is the singer of the band Cryptopsy. He it's a podcast where they he has a beer with someone that he's like done shows with or is on tour with or whatever the case may be. His friends in the metal industry. They share a beer and they just talk about talk to shit. So anyway, um, so apparently that was something that was said on that podcast. So I guess I'm going to have to go check that out. Speaking about the way that Alyssa has been portrayed in metal media, um, he's he had this to say, yeah, it's very unfair towards Alyssa. I feel recently there's been very a few very unfair things unfair towards her I know her quite well now after spending five years on the road with her and working very closely. But it's always going to be more interesting when one, she's female, two, she's in one of the most popular metal bands, three, she's very vocal about certain issues like veganism and stuff like that. So that's all um, right. But that's very positive. And she can use social media to her advantage to spread that message, but there's a backlash sometimes, and it's about back and forth so it can swing both ways. those are the times we live in uh, I feel like a lot of that is just it doesn't even need to be said that's just you know, no
1: like at this point, I'm sick of hearing her. <laughs> I'm sick of hearing about
0: unless her. she has something new to say yeah then. Even or something then, new like,
1: to, I'm just I'm just done with her already. <laughs> like after this. Don't something. get me wrong. Yeah.
0: Don't get me wrong. I mean, she's not a bad person. It's no. just I feel that like this shit just needs to stop. Yeah. This is this is not what I go to metal for.
1: Yeah, it's like metal injection on Corey Taylor. It's like, okay, we get it. <laughs> yeah, we get <laughs> we it. Get it. He,
0: he took a shit today.
1: Yeah, we get it. Yeah, sorry. I mean, Um, we we love you, Corey Taylor, but that's what happens to you in the media. It doesn't matter what you do. (laughs) It's always going to be in the media somehow.
0: mm -hmm. So this this article is ridiculously long for no reason. There's there's nothing else that it adds to the to the story. Um, If you want to check it out, it's a blabbermouth article. So. Yeah, that's all I've got on that one. I'm not going to give that one any more time.
1: No, I wouldn't either. Um, so I sent you an article about um, a, well, a musician, because I know that you know every time I die. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I do guitarist
1: like that Andy Williams makes his TV wrestling debut. Um, so I didn't know. I'm not even going to lie to you. I forgot all about this band. And then um, I didn't know what wrestling TV show or wrestling company he was going for. Um it is AEW that I was talking about a oh. a, a long time ago in the podcast. In, a towards, long the time ago. towards the beginning.
0: Towards the beginning of the show.
1: Yeah. But um every time I die, and I actually saw this actually today, actually um before we started the podcast, I was watching all elite wrestling like blackout moments or whatever, or blacked matches. Or black blacked it's either it's pretty much like a house show but it's not televised this uh blackout matches there we go
0: i'm sorry the more the more the further you go with that the more it sounds like porn
1: yeah obviously but um (laughs) right uh, yeah yeah i know but uh i was watching a a black a blackout uh episode i guess i guess that's what it is because aew also has like uh a YouTube thing that's free for everybody that watches it, which is pretty cool. I got to watch crazy wrestling matches actually on the their uh, blacked out matches. But um, it came to, and I didn't realize because I saw, I remembered the the cover the or uh, the photograph in the article that shows Andy Williams the, the lead guitarist, and I didn't realize until I saw this clip that happened apparently what when it was posted last week quote unquote last week but it wasn't last week uh it was actually November 27th so oh wait yeah it was last week okay never mind never mind but um he wears a monocle i guess get- <laughs> all right let, let me give you a rundown what? of what this is okay hold what? on so <laughs> so if nobody has watched all elite wrestling it's pretty much a little company that's turning into a huge company with a lot of talent and i recommend it go watch aew but um it has cody rhodes uh up he w- ends up winning a match and um these three people not even joking cut out of the cut the ring on from the bottom floor like the floor of the ring they cut open the floor and they rise up from the, the bottom of the or the floor okay. of the ring and they blindside Cody Rhodes and just fucking destroy him. There's three people in this faction. So he's in a faction of three people. And the faction is, I'm not even reading the article. This is just exactly what I saw. And the faction <laughs> is basically, it's a weird fucking cult. Like it, it turns into like this cult kind of thing. It's fucking weird. They wear masks and shit. It's fucking weird. But um, he is apparently the brand new person, and he is called The Butcher. Um, that, that's huh. his uh, ring name. But um, I'm going to actually read the article now. Um, Video Every Time I Die, Kataris, makes TV wrestling debut. Every Time I Die, Kataris, part-time professional wrestler Andy Williams, made his television debut last night, November 27th, on AEW Dynamite Show on TNT which that was a fantastic show, by the way, um, you can check out William and half of, and half of the duo, the butcher and the blade below. And it shows the tweet at Cody Rhodes, blindsided hashtag AEW dynamite. (laughs) Um, it, it doesn't really get into it that that's pretty much the exact article. It was only like one sentence, but, um, he's apparently getting into this huge feud with Cody Rhodes and Cody Rhodes is actually the producer of the whole AEW company. He actually made it himself. So I'm curious to see, especially the way that that faction is going, it's definitely a cult, like very cult, like, like your, uh, what is it? Stereotype, stereotypical, like cult shit, satanic cult shit stuff like that Ooh. but with mass yeah yeah. Ooh. yeah well i thought it was pretty cool i mean i i didn't notice that he was a wrestler i didn't know that until now um but yeah check him out on aew um he wears a monocle and his name's the butcher on aew
0: <laughs> you know there's there's a couple things that sound a little bit mish mixed up here yeah um, I know. I know. <laughs> I I'm, I can't wrap my head around it. So, um maybe I'll have to give it a quick watch and see see how it goes. It's
1: it, I mean, I feel like it could have been a little bit more uh how do I put it? Like more I wouldn't say believable. I would have to say like more more creepy. Because of the the way that the faction is,
0: okay. like,
1: I feel like the the light should have went out or something, and then you saw like one light go down onto the. It's either the hole like starts smoking that they cut out of, and then then they emerge, but other than that, it was a pretty good debut, honestly for the for the trio. Not even gonna lie, it was, it was all right. I'm I'm very curious of what what's gonna happen after that, but probably but, like, not that you, much i mean you never know because this company is on the rise
0: it's, yeah it's and, up and, and coming, coming so yeah. they've got plenty of potential for and they improving got a, what yeah, they've they got, got a
1: hell of a lineup hell of a lot of talent so i'm actually very hyped about what's going to happen especially with the the main i wouldn't say the main person of the company because that's really like chris jericho and like Dean Ambrose, well, John Moxley—I shouldn't say Dean Ambrose, John Moxley—and other stuff like Cody Rhodes is the big main main person that actually made it. So, so who knows? They could skyrocket now now that they're having a rivalry with with uh, Cody Rhodes. But who knows? We'll have to see.
0: I guess we will. More on that as it develops. I guess. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> All right. um, so my next uh, piece of news is something that I it, it builds on to something that I was going that I was hoping to do an entire episode on. So allow me to, to just open it up and say, if you want me to do a whole episode on the controversy of the ex-Lost uh, Prophets singer who turned completely pedophile, um, I would love to do a full episode on this. Um, because we have so send, done
1: episodes like that.
0: Yeah, we have done some uh, like controversial or like conspiracy-related episodes, so I'd I'd absolutely love to do that. If I could at least just get a couple people telling me they want it, I'll make the episode. Yeah, you'll there's see a lot Kyle to unpack. fucking steaming. Kyle <laughs> will be in tears by the end of the episode. Um, <laughs> Please do almost guarantee it. So send an, uh, an email to the new music podcast at gmail.com. We'll do a full episode on it. Um, but I have an article here, the PRP News. This is a different source for me than I normally use. A lot of these actually this week are. Um, but ex-Lost Profits bassist Stuart Richardson speaks of the aftermath after being in a band with Ian Watkins and beating him up on the Vans warp Tour. So, that's, Sick. first of all, that, that headline's a mouthful. Second of all, it's really attention-grabbing. So, yeah let's let's dive on in shall we um so jesus christ this is the second time now that we're going to be shouting out a podcast that's not ours on the oh show yeah that's it okay so all
1: right we're messaging every podcast that we that we mentioned and we're going to be like shout us out now uh, we've shouted yeah, we've you, out.
0: you out it's only fair it's um, only fair dude so former lost Profits <laughs> basis Stuart richards appeared as a guest on the latest episode of uh, help me out with this one, Kyle. It's uh S A P P E N I N Sapin. Oh I don't fucking know. No, I think it's I think it's a joke on like what's happening, you know. that's my best guess on what the fuck that's without having listened to the podcast, I don't know shit about it. But it's a podcast with a Sean Smith and opened up about the a number of topics, including his thoughts on the dissolution of Lost Prophets amid the frontman Ian Watkins going to prison for child sex-related crimes. So during the conversation, Richardson once again affirms that the rest of Lost Prophets had no idea that their vocalist was engaging in criminal behavior outside of drugs, which I mean, show me what band that doesn't have one member
1: that's a experimenting fact. with drugs. Okay.
0: It's it's very rare unless it's all pretty straight edge. I'm
1: fucking sure. Yeah, and I'm pretty fucking sure everybody will know no matter what. Like for Christ's sake, they know that pull it from my or no, not Bullet from a uh, fucking blood on the dance floor. They know that that their fucking lead singer is a fucking pedophile. We know this. Like everybody I mean, knows what the fuck they're doing. Like
0: I mean after 26 women speaking out, Against Davi Vanity? Like, how the fuck isn't he already in in, behind bars?
1: Hashtag Uh, kill (laughs) Dean. No, no, no. Just send him to prison at this point.
0: Hashtag send him to prison. He's going to be gaping by the time they're done with him. Facts. So, um... Where the fuck did I leave off? Well, oh, no, yeah, he... I, I,
1: I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. like, how do they not know? Because Kevin Spacey was getting away with it for years and now it just came out <laughs> like like almost a year ago.
0: Unfortunately, now. there are a lot of when it comes to Hollywood. Yeah, people have a tendency to stick up for one another, like all the well, yeah. all the shit people. And, and, you know, it's it's one of those things where it's like, hey, I covered up for you now you have to do something i need you to do because you know otherwise i can just throw you under the bus yeah true so it's, it's it's a leverage move is what it is but with uh lost profits it seems like it had nothing it was nothing like that um he goes on to detail the fractured relationship the band had with watkins behind the scenes due to his spiraling drug addiction and even details a physical altercation between himself and Watkins that took place after Watkins missed a Van's Warped Tour show following a relapse. So what? So the guy was relapsing and the guy relapsed and he kicked his ass. So like I I want to I want to give this man a hug. <laughs> All right, Watkins himself is serving a 35-year prison sentence for various child sex-related crimes after having been found guilty in 2013. <sighs> God damn. Uh, the remaining members of Lost Prophets soldiered on together in 2014 with a band called No Devotion. Was not aware of this. I definitely need to check this out because I was really into Lost Prophets for a minute there. Um, oh, and it's fronted by the vocalist of Thursday. Geoff oh. Jeff Rickley, oh sorry, G E O F F. That's that's Jeff.
1: God damn it, Pat.
0: <laughs> Geoff, jeff Ricker. God damn right. it, Patrick. Should I put on my monocle and say, mm, Geoff Rickley? Yeah, let's
1: not. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> you sure? Let's let's never do that again. Ever. <laughs>
0: um speaking as to why they chose to get back out there so quickly richard offered or richardson offered we didn't catch our breath after the whole thing went down with ian so i was like well fuck if there's gonna be the thing that's gonna be or hold on if there's gonna be the thing and then in quotations it says ian's crimes that's on my fucking gravestone like oh that's the guy that banned, Oh, that guy was in that band with that fucking prick. You know what I mean? It's like fuck that. I'm going to do mean, my I, own I am going to do my own band yeah. immediately. <laughs> I mean, I mean,
1: respect. Respect. <laughs> fuck it. Fuck yeah. I mean, I mean, respect,
0: but he but he kept the ball rolling like he didn't let it like completely like, miss ruin his beat. life. He didn't yeah. miss a beat. So speaking uh, further of the time around Ian's trial and No Devotion's early sessions, he offered, to be honest, it was a blur because at the time we were writing the No Devotion record, Ian's trial was going, while Ian's trial was going on, and it was a car crash. And unfortunately, my wife couldn't stop reading Twitter, so she would see, like, death threats, for my kids death threats for me death threats for everyone in the band they knew they knew just vile horrible shit and part of me understands why people would expect us to know because we were in the band we're, we were in the same band but sadly that wasn't the case damn elaborating on t- detached relationship the rest of the band had with ian in their latter years richardson says i didn't I don't think many people know this, but before the band broke up, there was a show on Warp Tour towards the end of 2009 to 2011. We realized that Ian had a depressingly sad drug addiction. It just snuck up on us because, unfortunately, we were living in LA and he was living back home in Wales. So, if you don't know, he lived. He he was from Australia. So they most of them moved to California from Australia and he stayed back home. We didn't see him 9 fucking months of the year. Damn. Holy so shit. That kind of just adds more to like how they how, you know, they they couldn't have known what he was up to for 9 months.
1: Oh yeah. Hell no. Um
0: and we and we realized how bad it was when we had an intervention with him. Oh wow. They staged an intervention with him. That's,
1: That's- um yeah.
0: I want to say that's cool, but, like, I ah, mean, it's cool that they were able to confront him about what was going on. But I
1: think that's the cool part. It was like, okay, we know you have a problem and it's getting really bad.
0: But by staging an intervention, that's literally telling the guy, like, dude, we care about you. Yeah, We we don't want to see you go down this path. So. I don't think they would have staged an intervention with him if they knew the child sex shit he was up to. No, 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 no. Absolutely Um, not. And we said, look, if you don't clean up your act, you're fucking out. This band is done. Damn. Oh, shit. I mean, it doesn't get more straightforward than that. So in 2012, he finally got his shit together, and we went on Warp Tour. And he was sober, and he was singing better than he had ever sung in his life. So... I mean, he was trying. He was trying. Got to give him that.
1: Still won't,
0: the, yeah. still won't give him any more than, oh, yeah. He tried to be sober. Good for you. Still couldn't stop putting dicks in babies, but, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm sorry. I mean, it's It's just one of those yeah. things that, like.
1: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, no. <sighs> okay.
0: As Richardson later went on to confirm, Watkins' sobriety did not last, reflecting back on particularly poor performance. Watkins delivered um, of the band's Start Something in Cardiff. I don't know where the fuck that is, but that's a fucked up city name. Richardson commented, I've never been so embarrassed in my life as playing a show. He didn't move for the whole fucking set. Sung the wrong oh, words. God. It was like, this is our fucking legacy. This is supposed to be the thing we're remembered for. And you want to set up our future by doing this badly? This fucking sucks. So we all wanted to quit after that show. We were like, look, you got to figure your fucking shit out. Otherwise, you're fucking out of here. I, I Don't blame him.
1: No, don't
0: that. blame him. Um, he went on to say of the time... Ian had his own dressing room. We didn't even fucking hang out with him. (laughs) (laughs) He had his own dressing room. They were like, fuck you. Damn.
1: Rip. (laughs) Holy fuck.
0: Speaking of the growing divide between Watkins and the rest of the band, Richardson State... Oof. puked in my mouth a little bit. Hmm. Tastes a little bit like mango peach. Hmm. I wonder why. Um... (sighs) Ah. Uh, bring it back in, bat. You bring got it. it. I got it. I got it. Um <laughs> I was just getting to the point where none of us could stand being in the room with him. From that day on, from that day on, he's always rubbed me up in the wrong way. Yeah, that's a really weird way of saying that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: rub Especially me like up cunt.
0: the wrong way yeah you're talking about a child
1: molester now so that sounds like fucking terrible <laughs> oh
0: rub me up the wrong way a little bit but i personally thought it was my problem and not his problem i was like am i jealous of this guy oh my god <sighs> looking back on it to ever have thought that you could have been jealous of that guy yeah. that's that's a lot to wrestle with there dude i i got to i got to just i just got to put that out there so literally I was trying to like it was oh Hold on. it wasn't because I thought he was what the fuck is the sentence literally I was trying to like it wasn't because I thought he was what he was there was no inkling of that oh okay he's just trying to say yeah I didn't know that he was that you know yeah, um,
1: but he just had a stroke while he said it <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go, going on to say but he was just so fucking arrogant but at that time i thought he was just kind of playing the part and he kind of was as well so i guess you know anyway so i always felt a little fucking weird around it all but at the same time i just thought he was being a fucking rock star his brand of rock star was more the douchey kind of rock star but still rock stars are kind of douchey sometimes It's all kind of part of the fucking circus, (laughs) but maybe in today's climate, the douchey rock star stereotype would never fucking fly, which it really doesn't. Most of the time, that shit gets stomped out right away. Yeah, (laughs) but it did in 2000. So there you fucking go. Unlike what we know now doesn't really reflect what we knew in 2000. We learn things as we grow as a society. Jesus Christ. I'm basically like reading the whole transcript of this fucking podcast. I just want to get to the part where he kicked his ass. Yeah. (laughs) Just tell me that part so I can move on. Jesus Christ. So after that show, we had a word with him. Maybe not that show, but at some point we were like, we're not going to see you for two months. The next time we see you, you better be good. You better have done some stuff. I would have chosen different words. Um, So he checked into rehab. He was going to the gym he was sort of he was sort of sorting himself out i saw him 2 months later at a show and he was fucking on it super super nice super fucking clear eyed clear skin and everything we went on warp tour and everyone was like dude your band's crushing it right now you're fucking killing it and one night ian was like i'm going to go away for an hour i'll be back
1: <laughs> oh
0: my fucking We were trying to keep an eye on him to make sure he wasn't going to get himself in a position where he would do drugs or something, you know. Um, He was like, I'm going to go do something with a friend of ours we knew. And we were like, sure, because we didn't know she'd look – because we knew she'd look after him. Okay, so they they were under the impression that she's not going to let him go and get strung out. An hour later, we see her and we're like, hey, where's Ian? And she's like, what do you mean? And we're like, oh, God. (laughs) oh So Jesus he ended up going off with some girl, doing a fucking ton of drugs. Coming from a musician, to hear the words "a fucking ton of drugs" that means a lot. That really <laughs> means a lot.
1: it's <laughs> <means a> <laughs> not just yeah. like
0: you, me, and my my buddy over here. Just like yeah, we're about to do a lot of drugs. No, this is this is rock star level. A lot of drugs. Scary. <laughs> Scary it's shit. like
1: kid rock cocaine. <laughs>
0: why is it always kid rock with you, Kyle?
1: It's cocaine, okay? <laughs> Probably cocaine. Most likely. I'm sorry. Oh my god.
0: Okay, why did it scroll up? You ever your phone ever do that to you? You're like in the middle yeah. of reading an article and it decides to scroll all the way to the top. Oh boy. So okay. A fucking ton of drugs, and then we drove to the next show. So he was, like, seven hours away. Damn, they left him behind. And you know what? I respect that. I respect that. The (sighs) next day, Van's Warped Tour goes around the rotation. You never know what time you play, so we're on at two, and we're like, that might give him enough time to get down here. So we call him at seven in the morning. If you leave right now, I'm... Doing bad math if you leave right now you'll get there on time that is bad math that is very bad math he wouldn't get there until at least four or five yeah if you left right now all right anyway um he replied i'm running a little a little bit late (laughs) um the band went on and requested okay the band went and requested to go on later and were given the 5 p.m time slot however Upon calling Ian at 4 p.m., he told them he was still hours out. Frustrated by the matter, the group went on stage and performed with their keyboardist, Jamie Oliver, on vocals. Yo, respect that. Respect that. All right, so Richardson was sent into a rage over the incident, which led him to physically assaulting Watkins backstage. Here we go. Finally. Finally. (laughs) Beat the shit out of this pedophile. All right, um... So I come <laughs> off the stage, fucking livid, go on the bus, Ian's on the bus. Oh my <laughs> fucking... god. And I'm like, nice one. And he gives me some shit. And I and I black the fuck out and I'm laying punches in his face. I'm not even fucking proud of it. What? What? <laughs> You're not proud of beating the shit out of this guy? I'd be I'd be telling my, my grandma, like, yo grandma, give me a high five. I just beat the shit out of this pedophile. <laughs> I'd fucking tell everybody facts uh, but I'm laying punches into his face for 10 seconds or 10 minutes I don't know um, and I'm a big boy compared to him so I'm not proud of this and then he gives me this fucking look after I hit him <laughs> and I had this can of monster energy in my, in my hand and I fucking smashed the can into his head and I'm like fuck I go outside and puke <laughs> <laughs> and for the next 3 weeks he's like black eyes cut on his face and I'm feeling fucking horrible about the whole thing. And that's what I did when he missed the show. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? If I knew anything, if I had any inkling about any of that shit, he went on to say of the altercation Oh, what? You're not going to add to that if I had. Are you any... serious? Come on. He went on to say of the altercation. The only reason I tell the story is because I know a lot of people who probably want to know that at least someone kicked his fucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. That's us, by the way. Yeah, that's us. We wanted to know that.
1: Um, like, ah, I'm gosh. pretty sure he he really wanted to add to that. I'm like a hundred and ten percent sure he wanted to add to that.
0: Yeah. So look, this is a really fucking long article. And if you want me to we can we can go right back into that same article. I'll save it on my on my Google Chrome. So I'll bookmark it so that we can come back to it if we want us to do a full episode on it. But at this point I'm just ready to move on to the next thing. So what um do we want to go into the article that we both found earlier today?
1: Um I mean since we we're gonna do the topic of the week of, because we actually have a topic of the week, guys. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not but, talking uh,
0: about the. I'm not talking about that situation. I'm talking about a recent, a recent corpse that was found. A
1: recent corpse.
0: Jesus. I'm God. sorry. Maybe that was a little insensitive. I apologize, guys. So. Um, but uh,
1: yeah, might as well
0: go into it now. Um, I, I've already um, given it away. So. Yeah. Um, well,
1: Juice World died today at the age of 21.
0: Yeah, so it's it's um a little bizarre to say the least. Um, so by by I am sure by the time this episode comes out, more n- information. More will information, be- but um, but I- as of six thirty eight a.m. on December eighth, it's looking like it's a seizure that he had. Well, or the way they're describing all it right. anyway. All
1: right. Well, depending on. All right. So it says uh, the article is called Juice World Dead at 21, December 8, 2019. Sad news in the hip hop world this morning as rapper Juice World is dead after suffering a seizure at Chicago Midway Airport, according to TMZ. Okay. Now, before I even continue, this article is not long, and we're going to have to go into. their tmz article so i haven't read the tmz article yet
0: oh that's actually the article i have in front of me okay so you do Uh, that one
1: so before i continue the the way that that they do this scene i want i have some concerns (laughs) i have some concerns (laughs) but anyway tmz reported that his flight landed early on Sunday morning and he suffered a seizure while just walking through the airport. Can you imagine that fucking scene, first of all?
0: he I, literally, I fucking can't. He literally right.
1: gets off of a plane, starts walking, and immediately has a seizure. But sources say it was a tough scene to watch. I well, mean. obviously. Obviously. And this is where This is where I don't think it's it could be a This is where you start
0: questioning things.
1: This is where you start questioning, just off of this one sentence right here. Sources say it was a tough scene to watch, comma, with Juice bleeding from his mouth when the paramedics got to the scene. The official cause of death is still unclear. More details from TMZ here as the story develops. Okay, before we continue on into the TMZ article which Pat is going to read. I was, I actually saw this on my way to get food with my sister today. And my sister deals with handicapped people. And she's dealt with a lot of people. with Yes. And she's like, as soon as she's soon as she heard seizure and bleeding from the mouth, she's like that, uh, that doesn't seem right. And I was like, Even I know that you don't bleed from the mouth. And she's like, yeah, that could be like more like an aneurysm or something. But it's like, I don't know. Because, and she didn't know that you could die from a seizure. I'm like, yeah, you can swallow your tongue and there you go. That's what happens.
0: Well, if I could shed some light at least a little bit on how he could have been bleeding from the mouth. I will say there wasn't incident because my mom does have have epilepsy. And so I I don't typically talk about it very much, but I think it's really relevant um, and could shed some light on this situation. But there was a time where my mom had a seizure while standing up mid conversation with me. She fell over and I couldn't catch her quick enough. And when she hit the ground, she popped her mouth on the floor and she started bleeding from the mouth. So that while yeah. there was no clarification and I think it would be kind of negligent on the reporter's part to leave this out. But that is one way this could happen.
1: Oh, yeah. And also, like, he could also have bit his tongue as he fell. True. True. And and I, I don't mean to get on to this point here, but um,
0: <laughs> my I think... sister
1: made a comment. <laughs> my sister made a comment as well. Saying that, oh yeah, TMZ would be the person that films it instead of fucking calling for ambulance and shit like that. Oh my like, god! And then post it. But you, it's sad, but you know it's fucking true because some of them are fucking sleazeballs. Some of them are pretty fucking terrible people. I mean, have you
0: seen how many fucking ads they put in their articles? Yeah, facts. I, I've got like twenty-five of them on this page. I'm not even joking, you man.
1: Oh, I don't doubt it. So let so. <sighs> That article was like three sentences long. There are some <laughs> – like like we said, there are some A lot some of concerns, questions.
0: A lot of questions that need to be answered. A lot answered. of questions left unanswered, and it's very disappointing to see uh, journalism go this way. And I think the reason is that they don't want to, by accident, say the wrong thing, which, well, yeah. which is understandable. But at the same time, I mean, you've got to say more than just, oh, yeah, he's yeah, dead. Yeah. He had a seizure, and it looked like a seizure, and he was bleeding from the mouth.
1: When Paramex got there, 20 minutes later.
0: I think even right there, that's already saying too much. Because especially in this um, post-Epstein-didn't-kill-himself universe we live in now, um, everybody thinks they're a conspiracy theorist, and that's fine. But this story screams conspiracy theory, especially when you think about the mysterious way that Triple X Tentaction died. When you think about the fact that, I mean, even Lil Peep's death was pretty mysterious in a lot of ways. called Bane Well, we yes, have... but I'm, I'm trying to keep this relevant to emo yeah, hip-hop. The... Yeah. It's it's kind of fucked. Um, And if they were all, and I'm going to do a little bit more research on this later on. But if I find out that they are all connected to some of the same people, whether it be um, through their uh, their record labels or something to that effect, I'm, I'm going to call it at that point that it's a conspiracy and that it was rigged. But at this point, I don't know. So looking at the article here, it says, Juice's flight from California landed early Sunday morning after departing. Witnesses tell us that he suffered the seizure while walking through the airport. And now if he landed in California, I have to imagine it was LAX. And that's a big fucking airport. And it's also yeah. a very concerning airport. There are a lot of issues with that place. Um, So and we're told that he was still conscious when he was rushed to the hospital. However, he was pronounced dead a short time later at the hospital. The cause of death is unclear at this time. Um, and then the label or the um article goes on to talk about his music career. That's which... a
1: long fucking seizure. That is a long seizure. No,
0: no, 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 There are times where you'll be passed out for a while after you had have a seizure. You'll just be completely unconscious. But they said he was conscious when they brought him to the hospital.
1: But it also took him twenty minutes for the paramedics to get there too. That's what they said.
0: Hmm.
1: So that's a if he was seizing for he was that long from the
0: mouth when paramedics got to the scene. I don't know if I had, if I had to take a guess, I would say that somebody poisoned him on the plane. That's just, that's my first guess. Someone slipped something in his drink. Oh, maybe. I don't know. It could be any number of things. There are a lot of ways that a human being can die. So yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're pretty fucky, I would fragile also- beings.
1: Yeah, I would also like to know if he has a medical history of seizures, if he's epileptic. That that would be the main thing.
0: I mean, come on, he's got a rap career. He He's constantly on stage with flashing lights and stuff like that. I think we would know by now that he was epileptic, True. or at least his fans might even know something like that. I, and if you've seen any of his fucking music videos, you'd probably be under the impression he's not epileptic, because his music videos are—they might as well come with a warning for people with epilepsy because lots of flashing lights. Anyway, um yeah, so I don't know, man. More on more on the story as it develops. But I will just go right out and say like, dude, I'm sorry to hear it. Yeah. I'm it sucks. What shall we do we have anything else to move on to? Uh, I don't believe so except for
1: our thing that we wanted to talk about and or the new music that is out now but first of all we'd all from the new music podcast give our respects for the family of yes juice world or oh my god i feel terrible that i just probably fucked up his name already
0: well that was his name that was definitely his name but yeah juice his name was um hold on it's right here his actual fucking name what the fuck? Okay, this article just got twice as long. Oh God! There we go. His name is Jared Anthony Higgins.
1: All right. So rest in peace, Jared. You will be missed by a lot of people. A lot, a lot of your fans and fan friends and family. Uh, rest. Rest,
0: rest in peace, funny buddy. This guy literally has collabed with Lil Nas X. Um, he and he just recently put out. His song that was a tribute to Lil Peep and Triple X Tentaction. He's also on a song with Lil Yachty. I'm pretty Lil sure Yachty. I said that. Yachty, whatever. So.
1: I didn't think Lil Yachty was still relevant, to be completely honest, after that Sprite commercial.
0: But other than yeah. that. Um. Well, that's probably how Juice World got a lot of his recognition because they recently did, they did a song together in 2018. But... Dude, it's, it, that's a crazy fucking story. Um, and he's my age. 21. Like, well, one.
1: I'm 22, but some articles are saying he's 22 as well, but he's really 21. But still, that's like a year younger than me. That's fucking
0: crazy. Oh, man. All right. So thanks for tuning in for the news section of the show. We're going to come right back after this break, and we're going to do the new releases. Um, so stick around what's up listeners this is the new music podcast this is the part of the show where we tell you guys how sick you are i'm gonna, that. I'm gonna take a really quick shit So your feedback allows us to improve ourselves as we keep this show going. So whether you love us or hate us, you can call us at any time at 518-360-1134. Again, that's
1: 518-360-1134. And if you're an artist or you know an artist that you want to talk about on the show, just shoot us an email at thenewmusicpodcast at gmail.com.
0: And don't forget, guys, we also have the Instagram and Facebook group where we post lots of daily content. Just remember, we're three regular jack-offs from upstate new york we don't bite that hard so feel free to shoot us a message with anything you got all right that big red button's been pressed
1: sorry that
0: was terrible by me oh Oh, shit Getting sick. <laughs> what other <laughs> excuse can I come up with? I don't know. Oh yeah, I suck.
1: Oh yeah, I uh, suck dick. dick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking around past the break. Uh, this is a part of the show where we talk about new <sighs> releases, and there is a lot to talk about. Since um, we haven't
1: been here in like two weeks, we um, <laughs> yeah. been doing an episode in like two yeah. weeks. So
0: yeah. Um. So let's let's do one. Let's do one that might make people never come back to us. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something that is me kind of eating my own words in a way. Um, I'm about to give Black Veil Bride some praise because they dropped a two-song EP and it's actually pretty fucking good.
1: Uh, pretty fucking fire. I'm not gonna lie. But um, I wasn't
0: gonna say that. I was gonna say it definitely was better than I would have expected. I mean, yeah, I shouldn't say. Um, fire. I shouldn't have said fire.
1: I, it was it was good. I like the guitar work in it.
0: Oh, I'll, I'll say that I like the guitar work in it. Drums were very. I like death metal, so it wasn't it wasn't gonna satisfy me the way that I like death metal drums. <laughs> but I mean, considering the style of music they're going for, this was pretty good. Um, I gotta yeah. say, Andy's vocals have gotten a lot better over the years. Yeah, they have. He's um. The last thing I've
1: heard from, I wouldn't say. Bl- I would have to say from. Andy Biersack was from his uh,
0: solo solo stuff, the Andy Black stuff, stuff. and even that is that I could tell when I first heard that that like he's definitely he had definitely gotten better and that um he was moving in a different direction musically so I was I was stoked to hear that I like his Andy Black project more than I'll ever like Black Veil Brides, but this impressed me I wasn't expecting to like it um let's see it was. The song "Saints," um, "Saints of the Blood," and the song "The Vengeance." The
1: Vengeance, like the Vengeance, started out with a guitar solo. I was like, "Okay, yeah. I guess we're doing that now." <laughs> I guess we're doing that now.
0: I mean, what other way to start up a song and immediately begin with hype? It's now we did. Jump straight now we into we did a to,
1: yeah, now we did talk about this. Like, what what would they be considered now? Like, I I I know we you you said that like it's hard to say but like kind of
0: because wanna... it's hard to classify them like and make them fit into one box because you can't um yeah, but you can fan. tell that they definitely have some 80s metal uh oh, hair yeah. metal inspiration hair, especially metal, with glam metal, work, whatever especially yeah especially with that guitar work vocally though he's very goth rock inspired as far as i can tell yeah. Um, and I've always been into that. It's just, I, I don't know. I'm bigger into the actual goth rock bands like, um, dead stars and, um, fucking, I don't know. I can't think of any off the top of my head. It's been a hot, hot, hot minute. Um, cause I listen to death metal. So yeah, <laughs> cha, I'm, I'm too brutal to listen to goth rock. Um, so that, that. That blew me away. Wasn't expecting to like a Blackdale Bride song. So now that we've lost all of our listeners, we can just say anything <laughs> we want now. Um, I was just listening to, because it took me a minute to actually get around to listening to it, but the Spirit Box song, that song was pretty fucking fire. It was fire,
1: um, um, but the, <laughs> the video, the it's video, that, yeah, very confusing. The um, music
0: video is very confusing. We're talking, of course, about the song Rule of Nines. Um, and and it's very deep. I can tell there's a very rich um, concept in here somewhere. Yeah. It's going to go over my head, though, because I, I I didn't get it. Um, though I, I definitely resonated with certain things she was saying, but I could tell that there's a concept there that unless you really deep dive into the album, you're not going to get So guitar work is sick. The bassist. I love his tone. I love the tone for the bass guitar. The singer has an impressive scream. Yeah. Yeah. For not just being a very well clean, like really good clean singer. She's also very good at screaming. And. Um, I, it threw me off though, that she didn't look like she was comfortable screaming. Like, it looked like she had to learn how to scream for the band, almost like the way that she was making certain faces.
1: But other than that, still fire.
0: Still, yeah i I can't I can't shit on them. They're a good band. They're a great band. But I will shit on Abigail Williams. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's right. This is the episode where I praise Black Veil Brides and shit on a black metal band. So. I am at this point. There are no rules to this show anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> not that there were ever any rules to begin with, but um, I don't know. There was something about this uh, record, um, "Walk Beyond the Dark" by Abigail Williams. It was. It had some great moments. It really did. There were like two or three songs off the whole thing that I was like, I, I could put this on a playlist and I would appreciate it. But as a whole, I felt like this band is better than this album. So i have definitely liked their older stuff a lot more and kyle didn't listen to it so and that's fine (laughs) and that's fine he doesn't really like black metal anyway
1: no i don't
0: (laughs) um but what did we listen to
1: we listened to hold up (laughs) hold up where's
0: that jeopardy theme I'm just going to get a button for it. <laughs> uh,
1: While she sleeps, Faker's Plague. We did listen Ooh. to that.
0: Ooh.
1: That was fire. Ooh. That was, that was, Ooga, ooga. Oh, that was
0: beautiful. I've been listening to this band since they dropped the song Crows, which I think, if I'm not mistaken, is like 2011, 2012. And this band is, this band has grown so much in that time. The music video was interesting, but it worked. It had a weird filter to it, um, very very trippy. Um,
1: very trippy.
0: But I like that like mixed scream slash clean thing that they do. Yeah, it has a really interesting vibe. How it sounds like you could sing along, but also be screaming too. So, um, and it has a very punk rock attitude to it. Oh yeah, very very I... hype very hype yeah. type of song
1: um we also listened to i prevail hurricane number two
0: i believe it was part two uh, yeah that it was pretty good it was all right it just i don't i've never really been too big of a fan of i prevail but i've never had anything against them either they're, they're pretty just, good they're just one of those bands that like kind of just fall in the middle for me yeah they don't impress me but right. they don't like I, don't, I can't hate on them either now, um, L-
1: Lorna Sh- Lorna Shore.
0: Mm, mm. Um, when you sent me this,
1: I was like, okay, I ha- I didn't I haven't really listened to these guys. I don't really listen to them, but um, I did listen to it as soon as you sent me them.
0: Um, the song Immortal. It was weird because I went from the I I went from While She Sleeps to I Prevail, and then I listened to that Lorna Shore song.
1: Yeah. Um. I didn't realize it was six minutes and forty-five seconds. I Wait, did not. You didn't realize,
0: realize until like after, or yeah, I oh, didn't realize damn. until after
1: because yeah, that song the does song.
0: Oh, really well.
1: Because the song just had a story, and I loved every second of it. And the video was really fucking cool. Oh, too. it was fantastic.
0: <sighs> Man, <God. laughs> I damn rules. near craned my fucking pants when i heard the gutturals that were at the, specifically oh. the ones at the very end oh of god. the song and it, it just it all insane. came
1: <laughs> down oh my god
0: and of course i do it no justice but i will say cj you are doing great great work with lorna shore i it, every single that has come out since he has become a member of the band has been progressively better And I think that not only speaks to CJ as his role in the band, but instrumentally this band has just gotten better and better and better and better. I can't wait for this album to drop January 31st. Give it to me, daddy. (laughs) Give it to me, daddy. Just give it to me, daddy. Ah, man, I cannot praise them enough, but I'll, I'll stop right there. Um, let's, Let's have a what the fuck. Let's share a what the fuck moment here. Um, now, I've never particularly been a fan of We Butter the Bread with Butter, which is one of those band names that really just kind of shouts what the fuck already. True. And this is, okay, I don't, I don't know how to say the name of this song. It's D-R-E-H, first word. Second word is A-U-F. Whatever the fuck Dray that off. means. That's cool. dre dre off, I don't know. It's it's German. They're fucking German, um, which you could hear when you're listening to him scream. I I don't know because there's not very many German deathcore bands that I really know of. So when you hear someone screaming at you in German, you tend to recognize it. The video is so bizarre. It's just where do, where do you begin with that? It's just.
1: But um, there, there's a there's also a song that just got released by the Uga Band or something like that. Uga Band, it's uh, Slam just uh, put it out. Their their brand new song Uga Uga Uga. Swear to God, you're,
0: you're talking about Slam Worldwide, right? <laughs>
1: yes, yeah, Slam Worldwide. Uh, it's Ooga. Is it the song Uga Uga Uga. What the? Fuck? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I don't know if you actually listened to the song. Um, no, I um... did. I, I turned off my notifications from Slam Worldwide, and here's why. Uh, first of all, most of the bands on Slam Worldwide sound exactly the same. Second of Almost. all, and and, uh, and I'm not shitting on Slam Goregrind or any of that. I'm just saying sometimes you just you've had enough, and I'm taking a break from Slam Worldwide. I'll come back to it later.
1: There's but... a reason why I brought them up. There's a reason why because in the oh, middle please. of the song, it's 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 a music video of a of a guy. That has a club like a caveman. And he's running around, running around like this field and he's picking up grass and he's like barely knows how to walk. And then there's like this one, I can't, I think it was like an animal or something that came up. And I swear to God, the breakdown, dude, the breakdown, it was literally him on repeat burping. Not even a joke. It was literally like, <laughs> and then you hear I'm like what in the fuck <laughs> it's a very shit post band
0: but alright <laughs> fucking weird flex we're also talking about the same people that gave you the ogre slam packs um, yeah. we're talking about the same <laughs> the same page that just Time after time and time again, they give you some of the best grindcore that exists. Oh, yeah. Just purely for its comical value. Oh, God. It's just
1: fucking insane. I just love the fucking... You can tell he did one track of a burp, and he's like, you know what? We're using it for, like, five different lines. We're going to use it.
0: We're going to fucking do it. Oh, man. (laughs) That's fucking great. It's just so... (laughs) i rage. saw it
1: this i saw it, i think it was like either two days ago or yesterday and i just fucking died i was like this is not a fucking thing but yes it's a fucking thing it's a fucking thing. <laughs> oh my
0: god okay so um oh shit oh shit oh shit so i was going through my my spotify all right so i i I was stoked to be able to tell everybody how much how many instrumentals were released this week. Um so um Downcaster, the I declare war album, which is fucking fire. Go go buy that shit. Right now, anyway, um, they <laughs> dropped an instrumental version of their their album. Also, Enterprise Earth. Oh, oh, oh. Dropped a deluxe edition, which has the whole album instrumentally on the second half, so personally, and I'm not shitting on Dan Watson as a vocalist, I I want to cl- be able to more clearly hear the guitar work on this album because I feel like it is underappreciated. So, Damn. that just happened. Oh man, that was, and it's fucking, it's so fucking good, it's so fucking good. Um, we have not talked about the Spice Icon. And that album's been out for three weeks now. Um, I never, I've never been into Despised Icon ever once. But this album's actually pretty fucking good. Not even once. No, I, I tr- I've i tried time and time again with their older stuff to like them. But... Oh, and we I, also
1: forgot to talk about um, Cattle Decapitation's album.
0: You know... I don't really want to shit on them too hard um, uh, for See, this now we have
1: different opinions. Now we have different opinions.
0: Now here's the thing. Okay, wh- and, and that's fine. I want to hear what you have to say, but before we get into that, I do have to say I feel like there was a lot of filler in this album for me and just being a fan of their older stuff. Um, but the the singles are great. The rest of the album, I'm just – I wasn't too keen on that's all I've got to say, really
1: i mean i wasn't I'm not really a fan of Cattle decapitation at all, but mm-hmm. um, when you sent me this it was uh, I was like, you know what i'm gonna give it a chance i'm gonna try very hard to listen to it, and I listened to the whole album and I thought it was good I thought it was really good I enjoyed a lot of it
0: i There are a lot of really good moments on the album in fact um what what fucking song was it? Um now if you if you asked me the
1: songs, I couldn't fucking tell you. Bring back
0: the plague. <laughs> Bring back the plague is, is oh, a yeah. great Ever. fucking song. Yeah. I could not I could not shit on that. Um finish them is great. Yep.
1: Okay. I'm starting to remember now that you're starting to say them. <laughs>
0: um and I like that weird oh,
1: fucking voice that they did for like the, cl- kind the weird of cleans. cleans he does? Yeah, the weird yeah, fucking cleans. Been-
0: and it's funny because I was I was seeing on a couple of threads, um, I think it was Pig and breakdowns, but it might have been the Deathcore Metalcore Facebook group um, talking about like when did he start doing this? And I'm like, well, back in 2012, they put out this album called Monolith of Inhumanity, which you should fucking buy it. Um, <laughs> I had to take a, a page out of the book of Kyle there for a second. <laughs> he's been doing those types of vocals easily since back then, but he probably has been doing them for longer. Um, it, it's not new that, that clean style that he does. Nobody else sounds like him.
1: Oh, that that's, it's, it's so weird, but it it's, it's fucking perfectly.
0: I can't tell how he's fucking. And, and I'm normally able to tell like, or at least have an idea of how, like what their vocal style is and how they're achieving a certain sound. Yeah. but he is one of a handful of guys that does a certain sound and I I can't figure it out I've got no fucking idea how he's doing it <laughs> not even slightly I might have to go on a YouTube rabbit hole, see, because there's all kinds of videos where vocal coaches are listening to certain bands and they're saying and they're breaking yeah. it down for people I'm going to have to find one for Cali decapitation because I really need to know how he's doing this um, same
1: because I kind of want to recreate
0: that voice and I'm going to lie to you That sounds fucking dirty. If you could, I would give you mad props. Dude.
1: I'd have to listen to it more. I would try super hard for it. Oh, and we also... um, I saw an an Instagram message that was sent to us by a fan, Pat. I believe it was... You wanted to check them out a while ago? Oh,
0: thank you for reminding me because I knew I was going to forget if someone didn't bring it up. Thank you. Okay, so we had an Instagram message that I was I was supposed to talk about them on the last episode and I want to apologize. Don't cry SLXM. So now I know you're I know you're gonna listen to this. So I, I wanna start by saying I'm not shitting on you, dude. I'm not but take this with a grain of salt. I can tell very clearly who your inspirations are. One of the big ones is is definitely Ghost Main. So if you, going forward, you probably want to stand out a little bit more. I'm not going to tell you how not to make your music. But it at this point, to me, it sounded like you were a big fan of Ghost Mane. Um No disrespect. I just, you know, that's, it. it's hard to stand out, especially among SoundCloud rap or just hip hop in general. Um, so that's cool. I thought there were some really cool elements there. I just... There's there's some moments where I want more. Um, I do look forward to watching your career and watching you develop because I think that you're on to something. I do. I do think you're onto to something. It's just I don't think these songs are the ones that I'm going to like by you. So I will be following your career. I just don't think that these are the right ones for me yet. Uh, did you check it out, Kyle?
1: Yeah, I did. But I don't want to be like, I don't know, man. I don't dude.
0: Ghost Main isn't even for you. Like, that's not your style of hip hop. Yeah,
1: no, it's not. But there's uh i also want to talk about other, like, like since you're going into the SoundCloud rappers, but I, I want to, I'll get into that later on, get into that later on. But um, it was more or less, yeah, I mean, I, I listened to it on my lunch break, actually, because uh, I just happened to look and I was like, all right, let's check this out because Pat's looking at it and I kind of want to have some insight
0: <laughs> on some things and there is something i you're definitely more aware of hip hop than i am i i know i'm not <laughs> i know i'm not i just I'm, like what i like
1: yeah <sighs> I, I mean it uh, the concept's good the concepts are really good um the god i'm going to sound like a piece of shit and i don't want to sound like a fucking terrible person but like this it, it wasn't like i i want to say like it was the concept was good. I, I liked the concept of what you were trying to portray. Um, the when it transitioned into the hardcore or the hard vocals or harsh vocals, I should say, it like it kind of sounded the same as any other trap, rap, trap, uh, trap or whatever the f- trap core there we go i couldn't trap fucking figure it out
0: or even like trap metal
1: yeah trap metal it sounded like the same as any other and i'm not a fan of that at all because they all sound the same but it's but i i got a
0: feeling you have you have potential is what i'm trying to say his voice definitely has potential i oh, want to yeah. hear him i want to hear him um of course this is you know from a from a listener perspective i'm not trying to like roast you at all dude yeah none of um, us are
1: <laughs> both of us are not trying to like destroy your career here
0: absolutely but... not because they're cl- he clearly has a following and he's doing something yeah. right um so so and there and there's a, a branch of or i should say there's definitely a sub genre of trap music that's into this shit and that's great yeah. i'm trying to get into that myself i hear you man and i'm I'm liking it. I do think that you're you're I think you could be a little bit more loud. You could afford to do more than just the, like the regular whisper. I know that it's probably it's really tough to master that style. Like and I'm not talking about mastering it as a vocalist. I'm talking about uh, production value yeah. when it comes to like getting the levels right and everything because it sounds like your whisper is louder than your scream. And that's off putting to a listener who has an ear for that sort of thing. Um, with that said, I didn't think it was bad. I'm into it. I'm totally into it. I'm really looking forward to seeing what else he's going to do, because I think he he's probably going to drop one EP that I'm going to listen to back to back. Uh, Like I'm listening to the J kill Josh a shit right now.
1: Yeah, facts. So it's I I love the concept, but it's you know, it's like any other trap core or trap metal that I've listened to. It's just it sounds the same
0: like it, there are i think they're the distorted 808s is an overused concept i think that what we need to start seeing is different elements brought into trap metal um i like industrial i like the industrial ideas yeah. because the industrial slash back black metal ideas that you're bringing in is stuff that you don't see very often it's, no it's, <laughs> honestly, not the person that's bringing this all to to the forefront really is artists like ghost because him, you've got a couple, like his brother, obviously they they sound a little bit alike. We talked about this on the on the previous episode. Um, but it's and even like three teeth has a little bit of that that vibe. Um I know there's others, and they're probably all on my trap metal playlist. I just can't remember them off the top of my head. Um, so yeah, like i said, i'm I'm stoked. I'm looking forward to hearing more shit from you. yeah, i I just definitely don't like what I've heard so far.
1: So, and going on to the emo, the emo, like emo trap, emo trap or emo rap or whatever. The the one that we're on, the the group that we're on, and I try to like, I'm thinking about leaving that fucking group because every time they post like a fucking track of theirs, they sound the fucking same and it's garbage. Like, like, I understand you're trying to get yourself out there. I understand that. But if you all sound the same, like, I don't know. It's they all sound the same it sounds like it sounds like they're
0: they're trying to go for pop punk oh yeah i'm
1: not i'm not like shitting on it but it's like well i am pretty much but it's (laughs) basically like i'm sorry but if you sound like a a grown-ass baby whining about like yes i get the I get the concept. You're depressed and you want to kill yourself. Okay, I get I get that preference.
0: We understand we depression. understand. Yeah. Trust me, we understand we get depression. It. I think I think what Kyle's trying to say here, and I think I can sum this up pretty well, is that at least in the in the years before emo rap became the thing that it is now, there was there was an absolute art to emo emo music. There there's no denying that. Yes. However, it seems recently like if you just talk about zans and being sad and having yourself, girlfriend problems killing like, yourself like, yeah, you, like you, you got it you, and, and especially honestly, if
1: you sound if you especially sound like this kill myself uh, like you're, you're
0: missing the, the auto tune Oh, I'm
1: sorry. Uh, kill <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop doing this. Like, stop. You're garbage. Stop. Like just like sound different than anybody else. Like, you don't have to sound like a fucking retard all the time. Like you don't have to sound like that. Sound like some be yourself. Don't be like some some other person that put out a shitty SoundCloud rap song. That sounds like they're fucking getting their testicles grabbed and ripped. Like, chill. Like,
0: like. <laughs> I think this goes. Um, I think this goes back to something that we uh, haven't that we've kind of talked about a little bit off the off the pod a little bit. And that's that with the death of Will of Peep, right. there have been a lot of people hopping onto this sound and trying to get what's theirs, really, so, yeah. as they would say it. But really, they're hopping on this trend that they see going on right now instead of thinking for like forward thinking um about what this could mean for hip hop instead they're trying to ride the wave um yeah. i think it would be trying to
1: kick a dead horse basically is what
0: what i will say is there are artists like shinigama that are not trying to ride the wave they're just genuinely doing their thing and the emo hip hop that he's doing is right. just what he's more well known for um <laughs> And then you got, like, NF, who sounds like Eminem, but he's rapping like Lil Peep. Yeah. Well, rapping with similar themes like Lil Peep, I guess you could say. Um, And
1: then Jake Hill, Josh A.
0: Go ahead, guys. I mean, if if you have any insight onto this or even want to talk on the show more and put emo hip-hop and kind of just, like, explain it better than we are right now. We'd love to have you on the show. In fact, I've tried to get Shinigama on the show and it, he he just seems it seems to me like he's just kind of blowing me off, which, you know, I'm not even upset about. It he won't be the first and he won't be the last person who <laughs> I go through that with. I'm not I'm not even hurt about it. But like I would like to get somebody on the show that can explain emo hip hop better than we can. Um because I think a lot of people would like to hear that. So, um yeah. Let's switch gears a little bit. Were there any other songs that we've checked out this week? I
1: don't believe so. Not that I know.
0: So, um, I know now looking at um looking at my Spotify that there are a couple songs that are going to be that I'm going to keep an eye out for. Um, first of all, I didn't know the Dialectic put out new music. Um, they have a song The World That Hell Built, which I'm just now realizing because it came up on my release radar. Um, I must have missed that somehow. Um, <laughs> so we have that. There's a whole album by Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Anger Fist. I don't really talk about hard style music. That was what we had Matt on the show for, but um, that and Cygnostic. S- uh, um, I'll talk about all of those releases next week. Another big one that I'm going to look forward to talking to you guys about next week is new music from the used because uh, I'm just now seeing that. So, all right. Uh, That's all I got. And uh, if that's all you've got, we can take a quick break.
1: Yeah, that's all we got.
0: Damn, dude. Did you finally drop all that cum? You been holding? Maybe.
1: (laughs) Maybe. It could have been shit. You don't know from that Shit. fucking food that I ate. Never know.
0: Damn you, Chipotle! All right, we're gonna Damn take a quick Chipotle. break, guys. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick Chipotle. break, and uh, we'll be back with topic of the week. This one's gonna be a bit spicy, so don't don't go away. We'll be right back no, with don't. a really good topic. <laughs> yes. Bye. And we're back. Okay. Kyle back with his uh his his pack of slams. So I try. Oh man. Okay. Um all right, so for this <laughs> week our topic of the week is kind of news related um and it's something that you've probably seen come across your news feed if you're paying sure. attention to the metal industry lately. Um yeah. so there's been a bit of a feud kind of going on between Jared dines and Lucas Mann. Some would say it's fabricated because both of them are phonies. Anyways, they're both faking (laughs) it. So let's, let's, let's just unpack this really quickly and, and just kind of like try to clear the air as best as we can about what's actually going on. So Going all the way back to the beginning, we know that Lucas Mann and Jared Dines have done uh, videos together. I mean, there was the Shred Wars yeah. that clearly Lucas Mann won, but that's besides the point. Um, <laughs> Those two have had a good relationship up yes. until this point, but right now things are kind of on shaky waters. So, Kyle, well, it seems to me like you know more about the aftermath than about what actually brought this yeah, on. Yeah,
1: um, especially – well, when, when you said that last sentence, I mean – shaky waters is like kind of an understatement now like that right. that's a very understatement right. now um right because i because i don't know if you if you checked out the video that i sent you from his instagram are you talking um, about his
0: public apology
1: yes is pu- one of his public apologies that that's there's his second one apology there's about a second this yes there's a second apology um, there was, that was the second apology, but, um, the first one was pretty much basically saying, re- readdressing this, the situation, like saying, okay, I messed up, blah, yada, yada, yada. And I understand that blah, blah, blah. And I didn't really like fully know the situation. And then I think it was yesterday. I sent that to you where he posted a, a minute video. It was a minute of him trying to, what I see is half panic attack, half anxiety, like complete anxiety. Uh, And it feels like he hasn't been through this before, but it's like the, the, the way, all right, let, let me just go through. If you, if you don't follow him on Instagram, he posted a video, like I said, um, of him, of a minute of him, like breathing heavy, like obviously crying. Cause you see a tear on his left left uh, cheek that he wipes off and he he basically is crying and he says I don't know how to explain this any more clear I'm sorry okay I get it I'm sorry I messed up and then it just ended ended and obviously we don't know the DMs that he's getting obviously from different people Um, but
0: okay, I thought you were going to say about the DMs between him and Lucas man because Lucas man put them right out there oh I bet he did. I
1: bet. But I'm I'm talking about, like, fans going at Jared Dines, those... You know it's got to be the typical death threats, the typical fucking, you know, your trash, garbage, blah, blah, blah.
0: And, like... Weird, because it most of the time, it feels like Lucas Mann is the one really being attacked here.
1: Yeah, I know. But it's basically... He's more or less acting like he's never been through this before. And it's kind of like... It's Don't get sad. No, it is. I I love Jared Dines to death. I love Jared Dines. I love Austin Dickey to death. But uh, obviously Austin Dickey is not part of this picture right now. But it's Jared Dines, he's also making but it's it's also weird because literally right after he posted about making a cover song for a uh what was it? A Christmas thing, a Christmas cover. And he was happy as shit, like nothing's going on. So, that might have been posted way before... Well, it was posted right after the fact of this whole ordeal. But that was obviously probably recorded before all this shit happened.
0: But it was... I would have to say that's probably true. Um, because typically with a lot of the stuff that he does with these videos, he makes them in advance and he just creates the schedule, um... But
1: it's it's just I like I said, you know for a fact that he's taken this punishment before. You can't just say that you haven't had this shit happen before. You're a musician, and you're a very talented musician. Here's
0: here's what I'd like to let's let's you know what. Hold on, let's take this all the way back and go right from where to the source of where this all really began. So. And why this is really topic of the week to begin with? Because I was actually planning on discussing with you, because I've had a recent, a very recent interest in VST guitar, um, and it's one of those things that's like become incredibly fascinating to me how in depth um, these these programs and software are. Because you can you can, if you learn the ins and outs of these software programs, you can all day shred and make it sound tight and then just and then just sit there with holding a guitar and pretend like you're playing that shit anybody could do it and that was the whole purpose of this video that jared dines made that you're not that he's trying the way he explains it is that he was trying to open up an atmosphere of complete transparency complete honesty where look if you're using vst instruments nobody's gonna shit on you for that well maybe some people will but at the end of the day I And I I take this stance that writing I, – I have more respect for someone's writing than I do for someone's playability. Because while, yes, it does take a lot of practice to be able to play like that, I I think there's more to be said when someone writes a song that resonates with a lot of people. Right. Because if you can shred all day but you can't write a fucking song, then what's all that good for anyways – so, he was kind of putting some people on blast in this video, um, in particularly um, YouTube or not YouTubers, Instagram users that are making these videos that make him look like they're shredding, like you know, you can be like me one day, but really they're just, just programming <laughs> it and they're miming the whole thing. They're just playing along, which is what he was he was more or less saying about Lucas Mann was that he. He said that he was miming his guitars, so that means for those of you that aren't familiar with the term, that means that he was lip syncing, basically, for guitar. He was yeah. pretending to play his parts live.
1: Yeah, which a lot of people do in music videos for lip syncing and everything else.
0: And I don't think anybody gives a shit if you do it from a music yeah. video. That, Especially sure, from a music video. Yeah. <laughs> if you do it in a music video, that makes the most sense because you're just you're you're not playing the song in the video. You're just performing it and you're it's it's a it's just acting at that point so whatever we'll forgive you for that the the reason why things have blown up the way that they have is because lucas man already has been going through shit for a long time it's and he only just recently started his tour back up with rings of saturn earlier this year because he was on a two-year hiatus he was physically assaulted a couple years ago um and since then, he's kind of just been having a hard time trusting the metal industry. And I don't blame him at all no. for that. Um, and then to see things come back on him like this, it's kind of – it's really unfortunate. Like, yeah. he's a very talented guitarist, clearly. Um, and so after the video came out, Lucas Man makes his 40 mi- – and I, I sat through that whole fucking 40 minutes too – of him explaining not only – Uh, defending himself as someone who does play his parts live but also explaining how this could have been misunderstood this way explaining why what tracks they do um use for backing tracks live and he does a great job defending himself all in all it it was very well done very professional and he even goes as far as to give you the raw fucking clips of him playing it (laughs) both in half speed and full speed. So <laughs> at this point, he's embraced the fact that people are gonna shit on him no matter what yeah. he does. And he's just going to give them it all without any shame. His words. Yeah. He's he's he came right out and said he's he has no shame about what he does. And you know, it is what it is. Um yeah. I personally I have no problems with either of these two people it's just i think this situation got blown out of proportion
1: way way out of proportion
0: so did you know do you know what um rings of saturn does for their live performances and how this got misunderstood this way
1: no i do not actually
0: okay so for starters they don't have a basis right now so they have to do a bass guitar backing track anyways but there are times where there are three guitars on the record, and you can't play three guitars when you've got two guitarists. I think the math just adds up pretty simply there. So yeah. there are miming – they're not miming tracks. They're harmony tracks is what they are. So while he is playing his parts, there's another track that's queued up that is just meant to harmony. Okay. That's really, that's really simple. Okay. Then he also goes on to say that because of where the video was taken, that someone someone took a video of them playing live and recorded it showing, oh, look, you can hear it and it sounds perfectly, but it's not matching up with what I'm hearing. And okay, that's true. In the video, it doesn't match up the way yeah. that it looks. But, but he also goes on to explain that when you stand – when you're standing exactly where he was standing, you're hearing the monitors, the monitors yeah. that the, the musicians are using to hear themselves play. They're hearing their cues or whatever they are um, so that they don't fuck up. So it wasn't even the fucking harmony track that this guy picked up on his phone. It was the, <laughs> it was the monitors playing it back to him. So of course it was going to come back different timing. Yeah. Cuz there's a delay with all that stuff. So he goes on to say that barricades are good at shows like this for that reason because you get the actual audio experience as it was intended. Right. So um yo, know, there's even a fucking part where the audio their their guitar tech guy cuz he, apparently he records every live performance. I don't know about that. That's a little interesting to hear that they record yes. every lot. But I don't question that. I mean, I've got no reason to, to argue with that. But um he played back the official track that they played in that show. So it and it clearly shows him playing. Yeah. Um if you want more a more in-depth explanation than what I just did, go to the YouTube video that Lucas Man does. On the Rings of Saturn page on YouTube, it 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 breaks it down perfectly. Um, But following that, Jared Dines creates his video that is a public apology.
1: Yep, the first one.
0: Yeah, and I don't know about you, man, but it's um (sighs) this video is what made me think the whole thing was staged between the two of them. Like they both planned it, Um, and it's just the way that he goes about it. The way he clips certain parts together, because like a lot of YouTubers, what they do is they cut out any like dead dead space or like any pause. Yeah, like if we stop talking. I mean,
1: for Christ's sake, we do it. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs)
0: Actually, I stopped doing that a while ago.
1: Well, we used to,
0: but anyway, we did. We did. It's just it's a lot of work, to be honest. Um, in this public apology, he explains that he's. Put himself on a ridiculous schedule. Which is him making a video every day. So I can understand where he's coming from. Because that's a lot of pressure. I mean. Put out a piece of content every day. But at the same time. I don't think his behavior is excused. I think he was. Oh yeah. Very obviously trying to throw Lucas Man under under the gun. Or at least. So it seemed. So.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. It was more or less like, like he should know by now. His words mean a lot. Like he should know, and he he explains that in both of the, the apology videos. But it's like, yeah, but why? Like you, you're in this industry, and you say a couple words that are not well liked. Okay. Deal with it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like oh I'm zo- like, shit happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand, like, some people can't take, you know, criticism. Some people can't do that. But it's like, you've been doing this for a long fucking time. And obviously, you guys, you, Austin, Dickie, and obviously Rings of Saturn have taken a lot of heat for for no fucking reason or for some reason. But you always come back on top like nothing phases because that's how you're supposed to do it. You're supposed to be like, all right, whatever, and then
0: continue on. Yeah, don't fucking miss a beat.
1: Yeah, like the way that he seems he's trying to make it so like he's the victim right now. I mean, granted, granted, he kind of started this shit, granted. But now it's it's acting like I want to know why he is this man is crying on this. Like, I understand you wanted to learn like a sympathy kind of video. I've seen a bunch of sympathy videos. Okay. And they all are like the same. They continue to apologize and then start crying, whatever. But it's like, you've dealt with this for years, man. Why are you now crying over something that you've said? And you've already apologized for it. You don't have to continue. Just leave the comments, whatever. Leave it behind you. Fucking move on.
0: I think also that, like, just making that video in the first place was a bad idea. Because oh, yeah. call-out culture is something that was also brought up by Lucas, man. That, like, this is a very toxic move on behalf of any musician that feels that they have to call out another musician for either not having... Um, actual cabs on and and you know what whatever this shit honestly people in the metal industry especially needs to just fucking move on because we we deal with so much flack from normies all the time for just being metal just and and we constantly burn bridges and turn our, our, our shoulders or turn our backs on our friends who for no fucking reason, because, oh, this guy sold out or whatever the case may be. And it's. It just dis- it makes me really disappointed in the metal scene to see shit like this going on, because that video, first of all, should have never been made. And then. Yeah. Regardless, someone was going to say some shit about Lucas man anyway, well, obviously, he, he he's back on tour and. He's I don't know, man. I, I can't figure it out. I can't figure out why people hate on him so much. I will say that, yeah, he might seem a little bit cocky or condescending. But of all the metal musicians out there, this is the guy that you choose to yeah. scapegoat <laughs> out constantly. Of
1: every sing- yeah, seriously, out of all the musicians, you're going to be like, you know what? Fuck this
0: guy. Fuck, <laughs> fuck this, guy this guy right you. here. Yeah, fuck this guy in particular. I think there's something to be said about the fucking legacy that rings of Saturn has their, their art, their artwork, like album artwork and everything. That is such an iconic part of what that band is. Yeah. Alien. Like they kind of, I, I would argue that they kind of pioneered a new genre within metal, even yeah. though stylistically Lucas man's guitar the way that he writes. He's, I don't think anybody else could have done what he does. He definitely puts his own spin on technical death metal and right. while he might not be the best technical death metal guitarist yes. he's he's definitely pretty fucking good and deserves yeah, his the respect that he gets for what he does. I don't think you would if you, you if you go on YouTube right now and searched up his features some of the bands that he has that he has ghost written for or just featured on would surprise you. Like there's a lot of a lot of them. My one of my favorites, honestly, is the Infinite Annihilator one that he's on. Yeah. But all this aside, I think that metal is the last industry that needs beef like this. Yeah, seriously. Get over yourselves. Put your egos aside. All right. We need we need to start doing something about this type of behavior. Otherwise, metal's not never gonna get the kind of press coverage that like pop music and country music gets. And I, I have said it before on the show again, and I will continue to say it grow up,
1: (laughs) grow the fuck up. Oh
0: man. man. What else we got? Uh,
1: I mean, basically that's it. I mean, just, it just like, like that kind of pisses me off how he's like, kind of like crying over the shit. Like, we get it like come on dude like you messed up we get it just say you're sorry and whatever keep continuing what you are doing like it's not that difficult you see a lot of people like that like just that they, do they you, don't uh, skip a beat
0: do you buy the lucas man part where he says that he lost a uh, an endorsement deal over this
1: i uh i don't feel like i buy it in my opinion
0: the the fact that they haven't said who, and I think that there, it, it's a good reason yeah. why they haven't said who, but also, like, he he just kind of tucks it in there. He doesn't really even bring it up.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: it's, um, when you watch, when you get to that part of the, the video with Lucas Man explaining that he lost the endorsement, he just kind of, he, he mentions it and then puts it aside. I think that's, because Lucas Mann doesn't want to really harp on that part because he had so much other shit to say, um, but something about that rubbed me the wrong way and it seemed a little sketchy. Yeah, um,
1: especially like especially since he was very in depth of talking, sticking up for himself, and then that's a pretty big deal if you lose something over this petty shit. I would, I, I personally would talk about it.
0: I don't think he's really all that worried about any monetary loss on his yeah, end. Seriously. Because the band's doing very well. And well, you know what I'm saying. I would I also gotta say his pad is fucking sick. He's got a <laughs> nice he's got a nice house. I like that room a lot. <laughs> I gotta appreciate the aesthetics, man. That's important when you're working with music.
1: Yeah. But no, like I if if that were me, I would talk about it if I lost a deal with that. I mean, I understand he doesn't need it. But it's like if you lost because of this petty shit, I'd be livid. I'm just
0: saying, I'd be pretty pissed off. I'm sure, he was at the time, but when he made the video, he had already gotten over it, or at least that's how it seemed to me. Um, but it, it did kind of, it really did kind of like feel a little bit off right at that part. Um, there's that, and then. Then there's the part where the the guitarist, uh, the guitar tech that they have, he gets into the video and this fucking guy is just wearing shades on this video looking. (sighs) Okay, (laughs) I think that there's a reason why most um, people in that field are guitar techs and not musicians, and that's because either they just aren't skilled in that sense or they're lending their services in a way. But he 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 was a character. oh man um with that said i mean check them out next time they're they're back on tour i plan on going and seeing them live because i i owe it to myself i've i missed seeing them way too many times
1: and i'm kind of curious of what what this all is going to end up being honestly what Um, the ending
0: thing is this like what is this building up to
1: yeah, what is like, this building What up news to?
0: article are we going to hear about tomorrow yeah, that or is like going fucking, to rewrite yeah. the entire story?
1: Yeah. So I'm 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 this is all I feel a build up to a huge breakdown and something's going to happen.
0: <laughs> like, uh, I like how you I like how you think.
1: <laughs> and it's all shit's going to hit the fan. It's probably going to be something I have a feeling like right now I feel like Jared is going to post something extreme, out of proportion, and something is going to blow up. And it's going to yeah. blow up right in his face.
0: Probably.
1: That's what I feel. I mean, technically, he already did that. But I'm waiting for, like, the big fucking thing. Like, the, after big the meltdown? Yeah, I'm waiting for after he started crying uh-huh. for, like, a minute. Now we just have to wait for either today or who knows, he could have posted it at this recording right now. Or he could post it two days or even a week from now. But something is gonna happen where it's gonna blow up. I have a feeling that something is something else is brewing. Something else is brewing about this whole thing.
0: Ah oh, man. And it's it's I, I should I should come out and say like we're not trying to like we're we're fans of both of them.
1: I yeah. think you and I are both <laughs>
0: fans of both Jared Dines and Lucas, man. To see yes. things going this way is a huge disappointment. Um, so, uh, okay, so I'm I'm going through some of the comments of the shit that I've been posting in, different, in various different Facebook groups. And I want to read some of these comments because some of these comments are fucking, are just fucking savage. Like one of them that says they're both faking it. End of discussion. <laughs> <laughs> like... Okay. I think there's something to be said about like, you know, the 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 people that follow these guys and the shit that they talk. Like yeah. people really have uh, so a lot of people have a lot to say about how much they don't like Lucas, man, for no reason at all. Like they read one article and they think yeah. they know the whole story and they're just echoing everything they heard.
1: I like the two comments the first comment that was on the Facebook page of the new music podcast was um it was like yeah Lucas was fake said it for years and then the reply to that was yeah Jared Dines was fake he pretty much just switched the fucking switched Jared and Lucas's name He
0: just what he copy pasted it and switched names yeah Yeah, he he literally did that
1: I was like I I fucking
0: died I was like yeah there it is (laughs)
1: Oh, shit. Obviously, you're going to get some shit-talkers from both sides. Obviously, you're
0: going to get One of my favorite comments is, Jared throws shade faster than chlamydia gets spread through high school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Jesus
0: Christ. Oh, my God. Okay, Jared fucked up big time on this one. Bringing up the debate about faking guitar is a very good point, but if you're going to do commentary, at the very least, do your research properly. I used to like Jared, but I lost a lot of respect for him on this one. And I think a lot of people... A lot of yeah. people are going to take that stance, Man, yeah. because <laughs> fuck Jared Dine's been saying this for years. Jared has been showing his true colors lately and seems so often the DMs. Actually, that is something that you should pay attention to very closely when you get to that part in the Lucas Mann video. The DMs, he he seems like he's like unhinged in a way. Jared Dine seems like he's put too much pressure on himself and he's well, starting to break.
1: I also, he also had this one girl that that he was dating and he still has videos of her posted. Um, I believe her name is Renee. I follow her on, on Instagram, but they also broke up like three months ago or more and nobody said any, it was very, very, very quiet about it. They were living together for like almost a year and then all of a sudden, boom, he has another female in the mix that i that nobody knows her name (laughs) nobody knows anything about it so that could be maybe he's fighting that but it's there's a lot of things i'm sure that that that
0: plays into it a little bit because you can't just you don't just lose a big chunk of your life like that um without any uh repercussions i think that that that's a really good point
1: and also I don't know if you know this either, but his alcoholism
0: Oh, I didn't know he drinks or at least he drinks a
1: yeah he, yeah he drinks a lot um, so that might come into play as well
0: hmm. because
1: if you see the uh the Dickie Dine show, which Jared and Austin Dicky have, they do a video which i they do two videos that I find fucking hilarious. are them mixing drinks or trying new? liquors or trying new beers and then combining all of them into one cup and that's the oh drink. yeah
0: oh i'm I'm like the hairs are standing on the back of my neck yeah. just thinking and about I've how always gross wanted that is. to
1: try well the liquor w- or the beer one was actually good with all of them combined that was the good one the liquor one was fucking garbage
0: i mean tried. don't mix okay i will say i have i there have been a couple times where i would have when I first started drinking around 19 or so, I would keep my bottles around and I guess kind of like trophies. I used to do the same shit with uh, every monster energy drink that I tried. I was like, yeah, I got to put them up on the walls. Yeah, because yeah. I'm such a fucking clickbait loser. Um, I'm but, glad I didn't
1: go through that phase. <laughs> be, be very glad.
0: glad. Be very glad. But what I did do was I took um the little bit that was at the bottom of every bottle of liquor I had, And some people have told me that's called a rainbow. I don't care. I tried it, and I damn near puked. Because I had mixed things like whiskey, tequila, rum, and vodka. It was was fucking everything, but it was all the cheap shit. None of it was good shit. I'm talking like fucking Evan Williams. The off-brand sweetened vodkas that are like $8 for the big one you know that kind of shit and like oh. Oh. I might have puked that night but I know I didn't puke right away so there but is anyway
1: those factors could come into play
0: yeah could be could very well be i are you noticing something weird going on with his eyebrows too lately jared dines
1: no, I haven't. I haven't really been looking.
0: Maybe I'm, I don't know, maybe there's just something up with me and I check out people's eyebrows because I don't have any. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just want to hint that weird just flex, throwing that okay. Out there. Um, weird
1: flex, but okay. <laughs> uh,
0: I don't know, his eyebrows look super fucking weird lately, but <sighs> I thought I had more uh, comments to to read, but Honestly, they all kind of say the same shit, which is, you know, fuck people on Jared, the Lucas side that Lucas. are just like, fuck yeah. Lucas. He's been faking it this whole time. He's a hack. He's a loser, whatever. And same with the Jared Dines shit. And then there's people in the middle that are like, they both us. disappointed me.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Us. <laughs> us. Us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I think that just about wraps it up, man.
1: Yeah. I guess um, so.
0: There really is nothing else to add to this. Um, stop, other than just stop creating rap type beefs without the, the diss tracks. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know what? That's the only thing that would make the situation better is if there were like diss tracks. <laughs> I, I mean, like... that
1: would be the only thing, honestly.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Bringing me back to Franzi and Frankie. Oh yeah. From Amir. Those two going back and forth. Oh man. Same with
1: fucking Ronnie. He did did it with Ronnie too. He did it with Ronnie Ronnie. too.
0: But the difference (laughs) is Ronnie actually is a piece of shit.
1: I mean, yeah, besides the point. Yeah, he kind of is a piece of shit. Um Uh. well I still haven't looked at that speaking of new music, I still haven't listened to that new popular monster. And I've been hearing it's getting a lot of praise and I still haven't listened to it yet.
0: For once, Ronnie, like after years of trying, Ronnie finally learned how to rap pretty good. And I'm not saying he's he's a good rapper. I'm just saying he, he finally learned how to rap decently.
1: Yeah. So I might be checking that out after this episode.
0: But um, just, yeah. just to say that. Check out Gangster's Paradise, his cover of that, and then go, oh, go to that.
1: <laughs> no, I've heard it. <laughs> oh, Trust
0: God. me, I've heard it. All right, my peoples, thank you for checking out the podcast. If you've made it this far, we love you. We've made it. We've made <laughs> um, it. If you made it this far, we made it. Um, made it. Um, I'm going to hit you with the regular shit, which is uh, get active on the Facebook group. Um, take topic of the week to the Facebook group, and let's open up the whole conversation and keep talking about it, because I'd love to hear if anyone else has something to say other than fuck lucas fuck jared and they both suck.
1: An actual you know? fucking conversation please. <laughs> Thank you.
0: That would be great. Also, check out the Instagram. I'm doing memes daily, at least one or two now. Um which is it's fucking growing, man. We're we're almost at 1200 at this point. Almost at 1200 followers. So, we're growing slowly but surely. Um and most importantly, if you've been listening why haven't you told your friends about us? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, like, why Why didn't you just, like, start playing this in front of your friends and everybody? Tell everybody how this is your favorite podcast in the world. We're definitely not. <clears throat> but tell your friends <laughs> about us because, yeah. All right. Um, Man, that that felt so forced. That was good. What do you think? Was that good?
1: <laughs> that sounded so forced. Was that so fucking <laughs> good, dude?
0: Uh, that's how you know we're we've we've been doing this for a while. We're real pros because it sounds forced. All right, guys. Uh, check it out. We have another interview in the works, so be on the lookout for that. Um, but thanks again, and bye.
1: Bye.